Hello, everybody, and welcome to Tony the Movie Guy, the podcast. This is our first episode, and I hope you all enjoy it. Um, the audio is a little bit rough, so do bear with us as we work out all the kinks, but the content was too good not to share. Um, so this is my husband, Tony, and our good friend, Yenny, talking what they do all the time, movies. So let us know what you think. You can find us at the Facebook page, Tony the Movie Guy, and also you can email us ideas or your opinions. We welcome everything, even criticisms, um, and that's at Tony the Movie Guy Podcast at gmail.com. Hope you enjoy it. All right, hi guys. So uh, my name's Tony Langley. Uh, those who do follow my Facebook page, I'm Tony the Movie Guy. Um, and I thought I would try something out here and do a, a podcast. I thought it might be kind of fun. I've uh, got one of my uh, close friends, uh, Yenny Brainard, with me. Hi, Yenny. Hey. And uh, Miss Money Yenny. <laughs> and um, so the reason I thought this would be a good idea is obviously there's so many podcasts out there about, you know, movies, films, entertainment and stuff like that. And I don't, don't want, didn't want to do just kind of like the same thing that everyone else does. Um, but you know, like six, seven years ago, I ran a blog for a long time. I did like, you know, movie reviews and quizzes and I did different lists and things like that. And, you know, gained quite a following. It was a lot of work, but it was a lot of fun. And then I've had a, a Facebook page for a while, but my friends always come to me asking me about films and stuff. Yanni is smiling, um, you know, and uh, anyway, we just have a huge passion for everything film, everything entertainment. So I thought maybe we'd do some, something kind of uh, fun here and just kind of go off and not really stick to an exact format and see how that goes. Um, but really discuss, um, you know, just the love of movies and celebrate movies and, um, you know, discuss different topics and things like that. And hopefully you guys will enjoy it. You know, if you're, you're working and, you know, you've got your headphones in and you need a distraction or you're driving, uh, this, you know, this uh, banter might help. And, you know, also, you know, I'm British and Yenny is, uh, strangely enough, uh, German British. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, and, and we both live in Los Angeles, so there you go. Yeah. Um, but anyway... Um, yeah, why don't you kind of share a little bit of why you think this might be a fun idea and hopefully we won't send people to sleep. Yeah, so um, Tony is sort of what I call my, my movie friend. I mean, we've been buddies for a really, really long time. We go That's back it? I'm your movie friend? You're my movie friend. That's it. <laughs> That's all you're useful for. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> See, now the truth is revealed. Sorry, continue. Um, but no, we've been uh, buddies for a really long time, but it, you know, the, the minute we sort of started hanging out in LA, we started doing movie nights, and um, I have come to Tony on almost everything I've ever uh, thought of watching from TV shows to films. I will text him when I have a random thought of, ooh, this looks good, Tony, should I watch this? And he'll literally know um, who the director is, what has already what the buzz has been about that film already he'll know the trailer he'll he'll be like yeah maybe this that and the other and he just you know it's full of so much information always and it's useful and 
fun and I love his, uh, the style of his reviews on his Facebook page because they're actually, you know, the, the positive as well as the negative and it really um, is honestly, like for me, 85 90% accurate to my own opinions. Anyway. 85 to 90%. Yeah, pretty, pretty good. I'll, I'll take that. I'll take that. <laughs> you know, it's true, actually, though, as well, because also, I mean, part of the reason why I started reviewing films and critiquing films and people from all over, people I don't even know, mm -hmm. like, message me out of nowhere and ask me about films is so many of the reviews and critics you, you read mm -hmm. are just so depressing. Awful. You know, they're so... I mean, even if the, even if the movie is genuinely bad... I know. They're so like condescending. Yeah. So it's like this is the worst piece of shit ever made. Yeah. It's just a movie. This film destroyed my life. Yeah. Or, or unfortunately, the you know the Academy, which is a great example, just seems to love the most depressing films. Yeah. Yeah. Or another thing is, the a lot of these critics write like they're like Shakespearean, you yeah. know, literary you know majors, you know, yeah. which I am not, as you can tell. And you can't even understand half of what they're saying. Exactly. So, like, I just like, you know, simple, you know, reviews for the general layman. You know, is it a good film? Is it fun? You know, is, is, is this a movie that's looking to be serious or dramatic yeah. and trying to win an award? Or is it just a good time? Yeah. Or, you know, good it's like... movie. Yeah, if someone gives Dumb and Dumberer a bad review, <laughs> I mean, why are they watching it? Anyway, yeah. I thought it was really funny, you yeah, know? It's exactly. stupid. It's yeah. Dumb. Yeah. That's why it's called Dumb and Dumber, you know what I mean? Or, you know, if you're reviewing Schindler's List, then that right. deserves more respect in terms of really breaking you it down. You mean unlike me, who said, I don't like that film because it's depressing, and you laughed yeah. at me because you're like, well, it's Schindler's List. Yeah, or, what exactly did you expect? Right, or scarily enough, my wife, Daniela, Schindler's List has become like her favorite movie because she goes, oh, goodbye, Jews, <laughs> and she keeps saying it to me nonstop. It's deeply disturbing, and she's staring at me from the office right now so I'm in trouble <laughs> what's absolutely hilarious about that is yeah anyway that's if she, if she said that around me she knows I'd be heavily offended yeah just well kidding. she she doesn't mean any offense please no. but right now this is just banter but um no I mean I really I really like just talking to people who have a love of movies like you do and mm -hmm. stuff like that and really celebrating the joy of it and going over different things and yeah so you know this is a selfless uh, plug but I do have just a little Facebook page Tony the movie guy where I do a lot of you know reviews and ask questions and kind of try and utilize Facebook in a, a more pleasant way than all the you know crap and politics that gets put on there but um yeah so we're, we're not going to stick to an exact format but I, I think we'll discuss certain films. We'll go over like movies coming out and yeah. things like that. Um, you know, I so thought... on that note, for the rest of the year, what do you think? Um, I know, I know. There's a list of yours that you've given me that you are really excited about. But in terms of what you like the most, I mean, okay, like what do you think is going to be the most blow away, like powerful film that's still to come out this year? Okay, well, that's obvious. There's only one answer to that okay, question. Okay, take away Star Wars off okay, the table. Good. So you know that. So <laughs> I am a huge Star Wars fan. Beyond huge. The, yeah, huge. I'm staring at his Star Wars salt shakers right now. Right, and we have Star Wars Lego everywhere, which coincidentally enough uh, actually belongs to my wife, not me. <laughs> um, but anyway, I'm a, Best a, Lego I'm a devout fan of the original trilogy not the prequels although i will say it's funny that the younger generation actually a lot of them prefer the, the you know the prequels and you know the first one was okay second one mm. i think is terrible mm. 
The, the third one, I actually don't mind. It's disjointed, but I, I enjoy it. But anyway, The Force Awakens, for me, you can nitpick it all you want. Loved it. I loved it. Nice. I saw it five times in the theater. I was standing in line. The first person literally in line to watch it when it opened here I in the Burbank. You. Oh, yeah, you were. Yeah, you the, were in your T-shirts, and yeah. I went to get you drinks while you waited in line for two hours. Yeah, five hours, I think it was, it wasn't was it? something like that. It was a long time. Yeah. Um, but we anyway, so, uh, so The Force Awakens to me, and you know, just kind of going on a tangent on that, that's a really interesting point of view. And actually, critics were very kind to that. And since yeah. it made $2.2 billion, most people loved it. But there were a lot of people who was like, oh, they're just copying everything from the original. Of course they were. It was over 30 years ago. Yeah. They took everything, all the nostalgia, brought yeah. it up. The reason yeah. it worked is they did that so well, and then with all the practical effects. And then at the same time, they introduced new characters you could actually love and get invested in. Yeah. So anyway, The Force Awakens, I absolutely love. So yes. The, uh, the Last Jedi I am super excited about. Yeah. I can't wait for that to come out. I'm sure I'll be watching that several times. Um, there's a few films coming out towards the end of the year that I think... Um, are there I'm... any that are sort of... Okay, so we've obviously got things like Kingsman, uh, Force Awakens, things like that. Any that are maybe not so much on people's radars that you've heard about that you think might surprise people? Like, I mean... A good example, as you've uh, talked to me about, is it just blew the box office away, and that was not expected. Yeah. Well, I tell you, actually, American Made, because I saw the okay. pre—I saw the pre-screening. Um, my friend uh, David, who I'll probably have uh, guest on this, uh, got. Uh, you know, tickets for us to go to a pre-screening and then uh, promptly he didn't show up. So I went and saw it on my own nice. like a year ago. Um, and that, that's a Tom Cruise uh, movie. That's quite um, sad on your own in the movie theater. No, actually, I, I don't. I, li- <laughs> I love watching movies on my own. That's what's funny. I'm completely like zoned, zoned in. I loved it. That's but anyway, I was really surprised with that film because A, I, I love Tom Cruise. I think he's a fantastic yeah. actor. Um, but one thing that has bugged me is he's kind of fallen into that action star niche. And right. it really aggravated me when people go, oh yeah, he's just an action star. I'm like, watch Magnolia, watch right. Rain Man, watch right. Taps. I mean, the dude can act. Yeah. See, I'm really not that British. I'm saying dude, <laughs> you know. Um, but um, that this is one of his best performances I've seen in years. Yeah. Uh, it's a very, even though he's still kind of like the hotshot fighter pilot, he plays this uh, drug smuggler from the 80s, a real life character called uh, Barry Seal. Yeah. Um, yeah I'm a, really excited about that too. My husband can't wait. It's a fascinating story. It's directed by Doug Lyman, who did Edge of Tomorrow, which ah, was Ah, that's fantastic. why he'll love it. We right. love Edge of Tomorrow. I've seen right. it five times. It was an amazing movie, a horrible title. Yeah. Am- they should have just kept it Awful. to the original. All which you need is what? kill. All you need is kill. I guess better. the studios didn't want, well, that's the name of the comic book it's based on. Um, um, but that film was fantastic. Um, and uh, American Made, I really, really enjoyed. It's deeply funny, like really funny, awesome. very tense at times. Uh, and it's his best, it's Cruz's best performance in, really? in years. So um, I actually wouldn't be surprised if it might get some uh, Academy Award buzz. We'll see. It comes out in a few weeks, September 29th. But that's a film that I think might surprise people. Yeah, obviously Kingsman, I'm very excited for. Um, you know, my wife's very excited because it's got her trifecta dream boyfriends of Colin Firth, Channing Tatum, and Taron Egerton. So, it's got to be you know, the best she's, yeah. Thor looks like super fun to me. Right. Uh, oh, uh, Blade Runner. Blade so I, Runner. I am deeply invested in Blade Runner. So yes. Blade Runner is like my fa- favorite science fiction movie of all time. I have probably to tell you something. You're not gonna Star like Wars it. is probably the only thing above that. Go ahead. Uh, the original Blade Runner, I didn't really like. 
You watched it with me again, remember? And you didn't like it. I know. It's, but I have to like the new one. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, here's the thing. Number one, when that film came out, I hadn't seen anything like it. Mm-hmm. The atmosphere of the original Blade Runner, um, with, directed by Ridley Scott, Harrison Ford, obviously, um, was just like nothing I'd ever seen before. Also, I, God, I must have been like seven or eight when I watched it. Oh, wow. And it's like an R-rated, very atmospheric movie, and Rodka Hauer is incredible in it. Um, you know, as the, the villain, such an amazing role. So that film has always stuck with me, and I've watched it growing up. And it, when it came out, it was a bust. It was a commercial flop and a critical flop. Now it's acclaimed as literally the greatest or one of the greatest science fiction movies of all time. But I'm really excited for that because, one, it's Harrison Ford coming back. The only thing I'm worried about is he seems to want to kill off all of his beloved characters. Uh, Spoilers if you haven't seen The Force Awakens, but you've had <laughs> several years, so come on. Yeah. Um, but he's coming back. Ryan Gosling, who I absolutely love. He's one of my favorite actors. Um, and the funny thing is, I loved Ryan Gosling before he was who Ryan Gosling. Me I, too. I fell in love with Ryan Gosling from a film called Half Nelson, mm-hmm. which is a little-known indie film about drug addiction, which he was just phenomenal in. Um, but anyway, he's starring in it, and I'm going to pronounce this wrong, but the you direct... You mean you didn't fall in love with him in The Notebook? No, see, I don't like The Notebook at all. <laughs> Danny didn't even like The Notebook. I tried to make my wife watch that, and she was like, this is really stupid. You know? um, and I'm sorry. I know a lot of people like it. It's, it's sweet, but yeah. Um, and I am a big rom-com guy, actually. I like good rom-coms. Yeah, you know? Tony's, actually, that's one of the things I forgot. Why you're my friend. You're actually able to watch rom-coms with me. Notting Hill, Love Actually, yeah, Four Weddings and a Funeral. A lot of British ones, but even like The Wedding Singer and Fifty yeah. First Dates, yeah. early Sandler stuff. Um, then he kind of went off the deep end. But anyway, so what, what was I talking about? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, the director is Denis Villeneuve or something. Um, but he did Sicario and he did Prisoners and <gasps> oh, he did and movies. he did Arrival. See, this is the yeah. stuff Tony knows. Where I'm like, yeah. oh, this is why I like this film. I loved. Well, I did not love Arrival. I loved the other two. Yes, I'm gonna go on a tangent now. I hated Arrival. It was awful. It, no, but it was so weird because. That was one of the rare times where I just so was not tuned in. Like, mm-hmm. critics loved it. A lot of people absolutely loved it. Got Oscar nominations. I thought it was so boring, was so, so pretentious. Yeah. I spotted the twist. Spoilers, but Me I'm too. not going to say what it is. Right From at the beginning. beginning. Yeah. Uh, Amy Adams was good in it, but yeah. that was it. It was yeah, so was boring. And people loved it. And I was just like, what am I, I missing? Know. But outside of that, um, Sicario was, was fantastic. And... Prisoners. Prisoners. I saw it three times. Prisoners was one of those. Yeah, and that was one of those films that just kind of came out of the you know the left side or whatever the term is you know and just kind of surprised people because it was so good. It It was so well acted and so intense. Jake Gyllenhaal was incredible. Such an underrated actor. Yeah. Well, he's coming. So there's some. You're asking about films that might surprise me. There's a lot of films that haven't really been released yet that are going to go into Oscars. So Blade Runner is a big one for me that I, I, um, I'm nervous and apprehensive but it seems like it's in very good hands and the trailers look phenomenal the atmosphere the mood the the music um it looks fantastic so i'm very very excited for that um but there are some oscar films so there's a, a film that hasn't really been advertised much a trailer did drop it's called stronger Okay. And that's with Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, uh, and the girl from Orphan Black. Yeah, I just saw... Uh, Tatiana Mesley. Tatiana Mesley. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay, Mesley. disclaimer, yeah. please don't 
kick our ass or be mean to us on names, we're going to get better at this. This is we'll work the format. But she, uh, she, you know, I'm a massive fan of Orphan Black. I'm just starting season five, which is the final season. As an actress, whether you watch Orphan Black or not, she's excellent. She right. plays nine different characters in that show. Yeah, that are all completely different. I saw an episode and it looked good. That's just so much TV to yeah. watch now. I can't keep. But up. Uh, my point was that that marriage or uh, that coupling in a film excites me because yeah. I love her and I absolutely adore Jake Jones. Well, remember the Patriot? Yeah. Which, yeah. Um, or Patriot's Day, sorry, oh, with yeah, Mark yeah. Wahlberg. I thought that film was so mismarketed as like a so Mark Wahlberg action vehicle. That film blew me away. It was brilliant. Yeah, it was about I the... I watched it because of you. Right, it was about the Boston bombings, the yeah. marathon bombings a couple years brilliant ago. And maybe it was too soon for a lot of people because it didn't do well. It was so well done. Yeah, it's it, you know, and it was directed by Peter Berg, who's kind of an action-y guy, and the action was intense, but the emotion, the, the drama, drama the, yeah. the story was incredible, and... and um, it's about the two people who, who the, the couple. Right, the so this is him. like a spin-off story because right. he's, that's one of the guys who lost his legs or something. Right. Yeah. And I think that character is actually in the movie yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, but that's who Jake Gyllenhaal plays. Anyway, Jake Gyllenhaal is, I mean, Nightcrawler, yeah. Prisoners, Incredible. obviously Brokeback Mountain, um, Donnie Darko, which is one of my favorite, like, yeah. you know, cult classic independent movies. He, he's an actor who absolutely has had an Oscar long time coming. So that could be a film that um, might really surprise people. Oh, The Darkest Hour, Winston Churchill, Gary Oldman. Did you see the trailer? I have not seen the trailer. Oh, Why have you not shown me the fantastic. trailer? <laughs> it looks fantastic. So Gary Oldman is one of oh, my favorite actors absolutely. of all time. And actually, I think everyone loves Gary Oldman. How can you not love Gary Oldman? He's incredible. But you know what's weird? He was never nominated for an Oscar until a couple of years ago for Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. Which was a great movie. It was good. I it was liked okay. I did. I liked it, but it's not a rewatchable, like, you yeah. know. And actually, his role was quite subdued in it. But I mean, he, he is incredible. Sid and Nancy was amazing. Uh, I mean, Leon, the professional, to me, that's, he's one of the best villains ever in that movie and he's just done so many incredible films um and obviously commissioner gordon in the, in the and he was Nolan's in, uh, trilogy hitman's bodyguard just uh, gary oldman yeah oh really he's the bad guy yeah so he shows he's up brilliant. In... he's a he's like a russian evil evil mobster and he's brilliant well i don't want to be mean because i love the guy dearly but he does seem to be kind of phoning it in on a lot of roles in sure. recent years. You just kind of see him popping up and he's such an incredible actor. So when I heard about this many months ago, actually, I was like, oh, this is just perfect. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just something, a, a role for him to really chew his teeth into and really just show because he's a real actor he's yeah. a character actor yeah. Gary Oldman yeah. he's incredible so hey he's playing Winston Churchill I mean the makeup and prosthetics is incredible and I was reading an interview or watching an interview where Emma Thompson was saying it was amazing it was like she you know just now on the circuit of the movie being um, released she felt like she was just actually getting to know Gary Oldman for the first time wow. because she was talking to Winston Churchill. It was him, you know. Wow. But that looks incredible. And, and what's the release on that? Uh, probably the fall. You know, it's going to oh. be a, that's that movie is going to be geared for awards season. And I, I he's a shoe in for a nomination. I guarantee it. Okay. And I would not be surprised if he wins Best Actor because it's a long term, long time coming. Okay. And Jake Gyllenhaal. I mean, I haven't really heard the buzz yet, okay. but uh, I, I think he might get a nom. Um, there's another film uh, from Alexander Payne, who's like an Oscar favorite. He did Sideways. Okay. Um, and he did that um, George Clooney movie uh, in Hawaii. Do you oh, remember that movie? Um, I actually liked that film, and it had um, 
Um, uh, I had to go from the the teenage diary yeah, TV yeah, show. Yeah. Who, um, she was actually quite good in that. Um, but anyway, he's got a film coming out called Sideways with Matt Damon. Do you okay. see the trailer for that? No, I didn't. Called Downsizing, where they like shrink themselves to like control the population of planet Earth. Oh, wow. Looks quite uh, interesting. Apparently, it had lukewarm reception at like the uh, uh, festival circuit. So we'll okay. see. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of blank on uh, all the other ones. I'm sure there's a lot of other stuff coming out, but uh, I'd say Blade Runner um, I, is Blade Runner is the one I probably have my biggest fingers crossed on. Okay. To me, Star Wars is a lock. Last Jedi. I, I, I don't think in any way I'm going to be disappointed. Yeah. You know, I'll either just think it's great, or I'll be like, oh my god, it was even better than I possibly thought. Yeah, because it's um, been a year. I mean, you and I have talked about it a few times. Of kind of. Um, some real disappointments like oh, we've yeah. had a really I don't know if maybe every year has been this bad but really like this year has been really <laughs> few and far between of decent films in the, yeah. in the cinema and let, let's talk about that for a bit actually because yeah. that's something that you and I have talked about and I've talked about that with a lot of people is um, and tell me listeners if, if you feel this way um, but in the, the last few years I get more and more disappointed going to the theatre, going to the cinema. Definitely. I used to be so pumped about going to see movies, and yeah. now I go to the mo- uh, the theatre kind of just out of obligation, and even when the film's okay, I'm not blown away. Yeah. And, you know, and I have a bit of a problem. I watch like 10, 15, 20 movies a week, if not more. Sometimes I watch several movies a day. Wow. You know, it's a problem, you know. <laughs> um, and I, go, I used to go to the theatre like every single month or several yeah. times a month and now I don't as much and you're right like this summer so we had okay we had Gardens of the, uh, of the Galaxy 2 which I loved that was great I yeah. loved and I'll tell you why I loved it it was just so fun yeah it was great. so entertaining totally entertaining some people pick it apart it, it was just so fun I, so I, I thoroughly enjoyed that Logan at the beginning of the year uh, what was funny about Logan is I, I loved it but god I left depressed yeah but even Logan and I'm going to challenge you on that one for a minute like, I liked it, but it was, I mean, maybe, and this was the, and this is what I think quite a few people had on this film, is it? yeah, it was a bit slow, and it was, it, yeah, you left so depressed, and it just felt a bit, I don't know, honestly, I walked out feeling it was a bit disjointed, a bit like... Yeah. I mean, it was supposed to be like a kind of futuristic western type piece and it was supposed to be a moody set piece and the truth is I don't disagree with you because it was heavy yeah and you left feeling just kind of like exhausted but I still loved her I thought it was so well done he was incredible in it the, the girl was she was great fantastic yeah, she was very good um, Patrick Stewart I thought was heartbreaking as um, Professor X yeah. um, so I, I loved that um, but now we're going way back early but like you know so that Guardians of the Galaxy was fantastic, but then there was okay. Then there was the Mummy, which I mean, that was it was just an unnecessary remake. A lot of people blame yeah. it on Tom Cruise. It wasn't. I think it only made over four hundred million dollars because he was in it. I really do. It was because badly it, produced. Yeah, in my opinion. it tanked domestically. It made tons internationally because he's a huge draw internationally. Yeah, you know, which is kind of funny. I guess people don't judge as much across the planet. <laughs> I don't know. And here's the thing about that film. That film got absolutely slaughtered yeah. it wasn't terrible oh, it was, I hated it I know you did but oh. it, it wasn't terrible it was a 
a kind of a mildly I, entertaining and totally forgettable film. But I'm just saying, if you go back and watch the original ones with Brendan Fraser, I even like the first those. one, watch it again though. Uh, it, I watched it a few months ago because I'm crazy and I watch movies <laughs> non-stop. By the way, I watch movies on repeat. I watch the same movies over and over again. <laughs> so and it, it was okay. It was fun. So when I compare it, I'm like, come on, it wasn't the worst thing ever. Okay. You know? Okay. That that definitely is an over exaggeration because there were some great action moments. There was. Wait. I laughed possibly three times. There was some humor that worked and some that didn't. Absolutely. Some that really didn't where right. it flatlined, which made me cringe in my seat. And honestly, I'm a huge Tom Cruise fan like you, which right. is why I'm so... I had such high expectations right. going in because I am such a fan and oh, I've well, never that's been what it disappointed. Is, then. See, I, and then I came yeah. out like... See, I never had high expectations. And then the trailers looked cool and then Danny and I actually went to that whole mummy day That's in right. Hollywood and Highland. So we met the whole cast. We, we saw the whole virtual reality thing and we went through like the mummy escape room and we got all pumped. Yeah. So then I was a little bit let down, but before that I had no interest. So I was like, this is, to oh, me I that was, was just pumped. unnecessary. Yeah. yeah, but anyway, so that was a stupid film. Transformers, oh. totally tanked. And I mean, thank God. I mean, I, I'm sorry. So Michael Bay has just slaughtered that franchise. I really enjoyed the first one. Yeah. And here's what's weird. Now I actually miss Shia LaBeouf and that's saying <laughs> something. I No, I really do. Because he he brought some spark to yeah. those original ones. I miss Megan Fox and Shia yeah. LaBeouf. That's saying something. <laughs> that's definitely saying something. You know, because Mark Wahlberg's, you know, uh, not, not a bad act, actor, but in this it's just like, no, what? No. no. <laughs> He's just terrible in this film. Uh, anyway, so I didn't even watch it by the <laughs> way. in these films? Who are these, they oh, just look like Barbies that can't say anything. Right, they just cast a, a hot looking totty. But um but there's, anyway, there's, yeah. there are so many hot looking totties that can still act. These girls literally just they, they sound ridiculous, like like they're bad yeah. theatre actors. Yeah. Well unfortunately those films kept making money, 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 you know, like a billion dollars. The, the one Mark Warburg made before this, Age of Extinction, which I I mean that's I saw it in the theatre and it was like head pounding. I was going numb, I was just like, oh my God, yeah. I was just, it was just like shit being shoveled at me, you know, yeah. so I couldn't like breathe, I was getting suffocated. Um, and the other ones before that were kind of dumb, but still somewhat bearable. Um, but it was still a huge hit, so yeah. thank God this one, and I hate to say it, I'm usually not so nasty, but thank God this one, so, I, they're going to stop the brakes a bit. Well, no, they're doing a freaking Bumblebee spin-off with oh, Hayley Stanfield. Well, I love Bumblebee, so, and she's a great actress, Edge of Seventeen, she was okay. fantastic yeah, in that. Good. So I'm excited to see where they go with that, but anyway, that was just schlock. So part of what the biggest problem has been this summer, but also in all the summers is remakes, repeats, yeah. sequels. So you've got, you had Transformers, that was a bust. Fast and Furious. Okay, well, I can't stand those anyway, right, you know. let me pitch in for a minute there. As a fan of the Fast and Furious series up to now. You're a fan? Five, I am a fan. You're willing of, to document that willing, right now. Okay, Fast and Furious movies are stupid, funny, action, car, overly done films. And that's how I go to the theatre thinking about them. But I, I have to say, up to number five, excluding, I think, two, which was awful, the Tokyo Drift run, which was awful. That's um, the one, that's the only one my wife likes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I liked those films. Right. Six was just about, just about bearable. This last one was so utterly ridiculous 
Well, this was eight. Seven was, was the one yeah, which had to send off to Paul Walker. I saw that with you, which I actually I liked okay. the way they did the ending. But the rest nice. of the film I couldn't. The stand. rest of the film was like yeah. yeah okay so that was the one that was like almost just about bearable. This last one I fell asleep. Yeah. I had slept through half the film. It was awful. The premise was awful. The CGI was awful. Everything was absolutely awful. And uh, so I've heard something about they're going to do another one with them in space. Yeah, they're, they're just, here's the Ugh. problem with those right now. They're kind of like the Mission Impossible movies, but that on crack where, well, no, because the Mission Impossible movies, I think, actually got better as they went on and then made more money. The Fast and the Furious movies just make more money, but they're terrible. terrible. But they're making like a billion dollars. So unfortunately, it's a juggernaut and it will keep going, but whatever. Um, but yeah, that's another example of one I didn't yeah. even bother seeing. You saw it and yeah. you didn't even like it. So I, I mean, I left it to DVD, tank. but still. Right. You know, Pirates of the Caribbean as well. Oh, I, didn't I, didn't, I didn't see it. It did okay again. Because again, Johnny Depp, I think, is an international draw still. Yeah. Um, but personally, I, I, I've never really been into that franchise. The first one, I enjoyed. Because Depp was so quirky in it. And, and I yeah. liked that. And I love that he got his big break with that film. Because he's been in that great actor for so long but yeah. yeah so they did that so you had Transformers you had Mummy Fast and the Furious um, um, oh and then you had Baywatch which busted and oh, it was awful. so you couldn't stand that oh, right it was so bad it was actually it was depressing and I sad. mean what did they expect the TV show was terrible too it was just gorgeous women Here's the thing, though, the David pre- Hasselhoff <laughs> don't lie like the preview at least looks somewhat charmingly funny possibly like The I Rock I like The Rock The yeah. Rock is a great one I, mean, I like Zac Efron Zac Efron's done some good comedies recently yeah. he's hit or miss with me but Honestly, I thought I'd come in at least have a few laughs and... And honest, you didn't. Oh, the, 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 the acting, I mean, The Rock was... You felt sorry for both Zac Efron yeah. and The Rock that they were in this film. Yeah. Honestly, it was so badly, so badly done. And anyway, yeah. yeah so I never saw that. And then there was the snatched one with um, uh, the chick who did uh, Trainwreck, which I actually liked a lot. Oh, um, yeah, I never saw it. And Goldie Horn, but that well, it didn't do well. That's what I'm saying. A lot of these right? films tanked. You know, so a, a lot of the movies in the theatre, and then here's the funny thing, even like the big ones, like, okay, Wonder Woman, I enjoyed. It was brilliant. You know, I, well, see, I didn't think it was brilliant, oh, but I, I enjoyed it, it yeah. because it was better than I, I was expecting. I'm yeah. not a Wonder Woman fan, particularly. Right. You know, obviously that film is very feminine-driven, um, but... That it was aside, fun. no, that, yeah. That aside, it was actually a well done movie, and the the, the lady uh, Gal Gadot was fantastic in yeah. it. And Chris Pine, that guy is so charming. Yeah, you know, so he charming. really is so charming. You know, he surprises me in films. Like, do you see Hello High Water from mm. last year? Nope. He's so good in that. My husband saw it. He loved it. Yeah, Ben Foster, yeah. another underrated actor, just so good. Um, but anyway, it was so charming. And so Wonder Woman, I loved. Baby Driver was probably one of my most. Um, favorite films of the summer that just totally surprised me absolutely unique original funny John Hamm yeah John Hamm was phenomenal in it you know I always thought he should have blown up to be a big A-list star after Mad Men and he's always kind of had these side roles but um, and unfortunately he is in this film as well but he was phenomenal Jamie Foxx great Mm -hmm. great cast Um, yeah the soundtrack is great amazing Anyway, so there's that. What other films were there this summer? So, Spider-Man Homecoming was another one. Like, that was... Bad. Well, here's what's funny about that. I enjoyed it. Yeah. And I think Tom Holland is one of the most accurate and enjoyable Peter Parker and Spider-Mans 
you know, okay. true to the comic books, because I grew up yeah. reading the comic books. Yeah. I actually like all of the Spider-Mans, Andrew Garfield, yeah, Tobey Maguire, I, I like them all. But he, I think he was the most true. And that film was enjoyable. Yeah. But here's what's funny. I walked out of the theatre and I totally forgot about it. Me too. Totally. I just didn't remember it. You know, like, Logan I remember. Guardians of the Galaxy I remember because yeah. I really enjoyed it. Baby Driver I remember. Yeah. Oh, Dunkirk. So Dunkirk was probably my favourite film of the summer. I'm right. British, um, but also I just thought it was so incredibly done. It was uh, That film to me is a masterpiece, but it's a war movie. But I absolutely love that movie. My wife is looking at our timer. <laughs> you know, we're at 30 minutes and we're just doing a trial run, so, you know. Put the microphone well, oh yeah, I probably can't hear Yenny at all because <laughs> you're way over there. Oh, that's right. But it's okay. This is just a trial run. But anyway, Dunkirk, you haven't seen that yet. I know. I've seen it three I times. I tried like three times, but it. Yeah. Just... And the pity about that film is it. It's weird. I watched it in normal theater, and then I saw it in IMAX 70 millimeter, and it blew me away. Yeah. So I, I don't. I'm curious to see the reaction when it gets like a home release and things. Well, like. I'm gonna let make you at least let me watch it on your on that big TV sexy TV. Yeah. yeah, yeah, of course, no problem. Anyway, I love that movie. Um, I don't know what else came out this summer, but what did we have earlier than the summer? I guess, or in the sort of springtime. I don't know if there was anything even worth mentioning. Um, John Wick Two, which I enjoyed. Was, oh, yeah. I liked it, but it was again, entertaining. It's, yeah, like the first one, I love. Good old, yeah. Plug, good plug to Keanu, you know. It's nice brilliant. to see him still, you know, kicking ass. Um, but yeah, so I think what really we were talking about, we kind of went through a review of the summer, which is funny, but I don't know, Hollywood has gotten so lazy, quote-unquote yes. Hollywood, the studio, or whatever, and I'm not sure why. You know, there are certain, look, there are certain re- remakes and sequels where it really pays off. Like, remember 21 Jump Street? Everyone thought that was going to be the dumbest idea ever. Who knew that Jonah Hill and Channing (laughs) Tatum would have such incredible chemistry? And Channing is is legitimately funny. And that film was hilarious. It was brilliant. And then the second one, I think, almost topped it. It I loved the second one. You know what I mean? So then the studio goes, ooh, that was successful. Let's drudge up other things. And that's probably how Baywatch came about and things like that. Um, But that's part of the problem is, you know, and then they have all these franchises that just yeah. keep going and what's depressing is as you know I'm a screenwriter you know I, I, I've written many scripts and it's the amount of red tape and bureaucracy there's hundreds of thousands of probably original scripts just beautiful sitting ideas there. Right, yeah. all these amazing concepts that no one will you know okay. fund and, and produce and make and you won't see them because they just want to do the safe bet and anyway that right. Don't get, the thing that makes money. Yeah, I don't want to get on a tangent on that. Well, that's the thing. See, now it's starting to kick them in the ass. Right. You know, I think that with Transformers, it just it made money. It made billion dollars. They knew it was absolute shit, but they were like, Michael Bay, woo, make the money. Right. You know? right. Then this one, you know, it made like... The funny thing is it made $500 million. <laughs> Which... Quite a lot. But it cost like $250 million to make. Right, so that profit wasn't great. Right, probably not at yeah. all. So... Anyway, we want more original ideas and we want yeah. big concept, big budget, you know, yeah. like, I mean, obviously we love the Marvel movies of and course. things like that, but uh, it would be nice to kind of clear the way for, you know, some really good, good ideas. And, you know, again, there are certain things I like Blade Runner, a new Blade, I'd watch that. I, yeah. I mean, we're suckers. I'll, I'll give them my money all day long. And that's honestly been like long enough on, in a, in a, we're coming into it. Obviously we have a new generation here that, that where you can redo that film and um, redo it well, but there are definitely some films that you just, you, you should leave them alone. Yeah, like, you know? why did you make 
The Karate Kid with Jaden Smith. Oh, good lord. Yeah. I mean, why? Why? You know, see, why? That, was, that was depressing. <laughs> but, um, yeah, you know. It's so sacrilegious. Yeah, it really is. Anyway, okay, good. Yeah. I think we're winding down. Yeah. Um, That's a good review. Yeah, we might actually post this, you know, for a couple of people to listen to. This is, like, obviously very rough and raw. But I think we had a good banter yeah, there, actually. We good. just kind of went on the roll. And, and that's the whole purpose of this podcast, really, is we're, we're truly, genuinely passionate about films. Big time. Yeah, and, I, you know, I think the idea is we won't stick to an exact format, but we'll go over new movies, we'll go over films that, you know, we're excited about. Things Quizzes, we're, Yeah, things we're disappointed with. Yeah. yeah, I want you to kind of, you know, maybe you'll quiz me, maybe I'll... You know, try and increase your knowledge more and more, and exactly. just kind of go back and forth. And um, and we're also open to ideas from people who want to listen to us, or people from Tony's Facebook page. Hmm. Um, what they really would love to hear about, or you know, we've he recently did a really brilliant survey on like, so what's that movie that you love that other people hate? Things and there, like, that are interesting. Comments, <laughs> exactly. You know, just so went on and on and on. So we can do Facebook, yeah. subjects like that, or things that you you know you've uh, you can give us good ideas. Write to Tony, and uh, yeah, that's kind of the idea. We want to have some fun. Yeah. So we're very rough right now. So uh, I guess you can just message. PM me at Tony the Movie Guy on Facebook. Yeah. Um, and you can like that page and share it with your friends and family. And, um, you know, again, I don't even know if this is going to go on you know, as an official podcast. We're just kind of, we just decided to just kind of sit down and just start talking. Exactly. And it was actually pretty successful. So, um, yeah, we'd love people's thoughts and ideas, what you liked, what you didn't like. Um, but this is kind of the idea of the show. Yeah. Yeah? Sounds good. All right. Good night. Hey everyone, thanks so much for listening to the first episode of Tony the Movie Guy, the podcast. We're really excited to bring you more. My name is Daniela, I'm Tony's wife, and I'm also the producer of this podcast. And I wanted to give you a little side note. I'm not obsessed with Schindler's List, like he said, because of the little girl um, that screams goodbye Jews in the movie. Um, There is a funny Louis C.K. bit that I think he was trying to refer to, and um, it's hilarious, and I encourage you to look it up so maybe you see what he's talking about. Um, but yeah, no, Schindler's List is a great movie. That's not why I like it. Um, I also wanted to, um, give you guys the email again, so you can write to us, give us your ideas, your comments, your criticisms. We're welcoming everything. And that is Tony, the movie guy podcast at gmail.com. And also you can um, always reach out on our Facebook page, which is Tony, the movie guy. And lastly, I would like to thank so much Damian Perkins Neptune for composing our awesome theme song. Um, You can follow him on Instagram at Damian Perkins Neptune. And also he's on uh, YouTube, Damian Perkins Neptune. So please follow him on all social media, subscribe to his YouTube channel. He's really, really awesome. And we're really thankful um, to have him compose this awesome theme song. I'm so stoked about it. Um, I'm really excited to bring you guys more episodes and we will very shortly. Please write to us, let us know your thoughts and you'll hear from us soon. Okay, bye-bye.